0: There's no way at the coach, you can say that I have an experienced rationale above my players on something like the wall. Let's see, does this work together? And then if you get a good vibe off it, let's bring it in. If you don't, all right, call Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now.
1: OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.
0: It's uh, 8.49 this morning. You're watching OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition is available now. Anthony Moyles is with us in studio. Anthony, how are you?
2: I'm fantastic, Jar. Really?
0: <laughs> how are you? I'm a long-suffering Spurs fan, Jared,
2: So throw that into the mix. As the kids would text you, you okay, hon? Yeah, yeah. You okay? Uh, difficult weekend. Um, uh, Spurs. We'll just park those. I. You know what? The amazing thing is, I saw some people mention it, very little enthusiasm, very little excitement and a real sense of trepidation amongst me supporters before that game. And it it was there for a reason. It isn't a shock. It's a shock, but it's not a shock. Correct. Yeah, it's not a shock. Um, You know, and I suppose... (sighs) There's two things. You can, I suppose, concentrate in the game. The game, uh, awfully were full value for the game, um, as, 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 you know, they, they showed during the league. Me got out of, got out of jail against them. And even last year in the championship, awfully would have felt that they were probably in that game and should have got some kind of a result out of the game. And, um, you know, again, you have a situation, I suppose, where, uh, you know, artists this me team, Colin O'Rourke was saying they deserve to be in the Tarzan Cup. Well, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. You know, the the results don't lie. Uh, you take the two results out from the very first two games in the league, um, when they caught Cork in a bit of a shootout. Could could have easily lost that game. Could you be facing Division Three now and Tarzan Cup? And then you would absolutely rightly say, well this is the competition for them. Is it the competition for them? In other words, so do they go, they play some teams, they get a bit of confidence, they maybe get to a final, maybe they win it. Um, the players actually see that instead of being on the, at, the, at the other end of getting drubbings, so they're actually on the, on the on the opposite end. There's a bit of confidence built, they get a bit of camaraderie built um, and they actually realise, Gina, you know what, we're not as bad footballers as we thought we were or as people say we are. Um, and maybe it gives the management team a time to then actually just to try to build and support and actually make them a unit that can advance next year. But my worry is, is the opposite could happen, actually. I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm hearing loads of stuff, and of course, rumours and everything else, I'm not that close to the camp, so I can't, and, and people will say, well, you know, which I'm not, so... But I'm hearing rumors i've I've seen some things and I've heard some things that would kind of give me alarm bells to be honest with you um and alarm bells around the camp itself, how happy the camp is um and how solid they are as a group um and how much they're willing to kind of put the shoulder to the wheel um you know so that's 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 a that's a big worry um
0: okay are there players who aren't playing in the in the panel at the moment who are better than the players? is that one of the issues that they, they don't have the best available? Or is this actually the the best players largely with maybe one or two exceptions? I think largely it is probably right. the best of players, bar one or two. Like we've spoken
2: before about Connor McGill, okay, so we've we've already touched that. Um but there, I suppose there's a few there's just a few decisions that I think you know, I know Colin was saying no excuses, but you know, they've they've kind of rattled through all the excuses during the league, conditioning, inexperience, this, 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 various different things. But like when I look at the team yesterday, I'll give you an example. So there's a young lad, uh, uh, Owen Harkin, who played in the Kildare game, the last game in the league, which was a pretty important game, you would have felt. He starts that game, but then after the game, he's dropped from the whole panel, right? which is a very strange decision. Mm. You know, so he's out, he starts, he's obviously embedded in the 15, then he's gone out of 30. Uh, young, young coffee plays yesterday who saw, I think, little or no league time. Ronan Ryan, who is a fellow who plays with Summerhill, who were in the county final, who were one of the perennial senior teams in Meade, He gets very little game time during the league, but then he starts full back yesterday. You also get four debutants. Just, just kind of some strange decisions that you kind of scratch your head and say, well, if he was going to be the full back and he hasn't really played full, would he not have played full back all the way throughout the league, right? Then, as I, we've said on this team, you build, you build your team from the defence. You make sure you're rock solid there and then you worry about the other end. We don't have a marquee forward. We don't have a Connor McManus. We, we, we haven't had one for a long time. So therefore you need to say, well, this is a collective effort and the most we're going to probably try to get is one twelve, one thirteen in a game, fourteen,
1: fifteen points. We're not going to get twenty odd points, and that's just it. So, do Meath have fifteen, twenty players that are better than Talcian Cup that are top sixteen in Ireland, talent-wise, right now? You know,
2: well, when you look across the board, there's there's probably I'd think there's probably six to eight teams. Like there's a top eight, right? And then there's another eight who are just making the most out of what they have. I don't think they are making the most out of what right. they have. Right. So I think, I think a team can be set up and a team can be to say, right, well, you know what? We're going to make it very difficult. So you look at down yesterday. I thought that was a really good di- game. Donegal put a lot into that game, considering all the stuff that has gone before. They were, they were well within the game. They could have won it, but down came with an energy, with a purpose, with a, with a, with a, with a setup, up, with a style of play that they said, by hook or by crook. We're going to die in our sword today and we're going to go. And, and as it happens, they won the game. That's a division three team versus. You know, essentially a division.
0: Yeah, I mean, one team. You know, traditionally the a, a division one team over the last number of years, and who yes. still have largely uh, a playing squad who were who who be carrying the league. You know. Yeah, exactly. So uh,
2: you know, so so are they making the most out of what they have? Yes. And uh, by the way, and Down has been a complete disaster the last
1: five or six years. Those yeah. written. So you down. can turn it around quickly is the other thing.
2: Well, but. you can, but I think again, you know, Connor Laverty, what they've done under twenties the last few years, they've obviously got the county board mm. right behind. Like, and I think people say, oh, the county, it, it 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 does. It starts from the top. There's this there's this horrible thing going on in Mead for the last number of years, and it started with Andy McEntee, which was they felt Andy was picking an awful lot of South Mead players, right. Right? which is where the big I suppose population zones are, the retotes the Dumboynes, the Dunham or Ashburns. But it's just a virtue of, of numbers, yeah. right? Now, you know, when you go from this thing, oh he should be picking Northmead players, it's this thing of well just pick the best players. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you're from doesn't matter where your father's from. doesn't matter where your mother's from. doesn't matter where you... It could be from Timbuktu. Come in and just... And this whole thing of like... And I heard Colm and I have to say it was... You know, I know it was a bit in jest on the Tommy Tiernan thing. But this thing of, oh, well, you know, we're going to collect all the Dublin flags and we're going to burn them. Like, I don't know if it goes on in Kildare, right? Kildare are in the same boat, right? Loads of border towns across Dublin. Loads of people, you know, migrating into Kildare. But you know what? Embrace it, best of luck, fantastic Be inclusive Rather than kind of be the other way Because I tell you, people might say that oh, doesn't really matter It does matter, it does matter, you have to have a, f- a sense of purpose, mead is not What it was 25 years ago It's a different county It's a different county, it's full of different accents It's full of different people, but you have to pull that Together, and if you don't pull it together when, And your sense of purpose then Is to make the best of who we have You're going absolutely nowhere In my view, it
0: starts there I think Um, you you don't want to be too critical of somebody who has decided to give it their all this year in, in um, what Colin O'Rourke has done. But if you look at what Diagnon did, Diagnon went and got involved at the county board level. And actually maybe if you want to make long-term significant changes, you can be a sticking plaster with the inter-county side. But if the county board is the way that it has been with the fight with the management between the under twenties and the senior team with like uh, having to run for your own job again that Andy McEntee had. Maybe that would have been better for Column to spend his time doing that as opposed to trying to come in and fix the team. Yeah, like I'm not look, I'm not I'm not laying the blame at, at Column's door entirely. Absolutely not.
2: Um I'm saying it's it's it, it's it's a county thing, as a matter of fact. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a who we are. It's who we are, exactly. And I know a number of years ago, people were looking to say, "Well, who, who? You know, we need to get the meadness back in mead." But, but it has changed, you know. And I'm not saying column is out of touch, but I mean, maybe even I'm out of touch. But these, these are these are new. These are young lads who who have have grown up in a different county, right? Yeah. Who have grown up with with you know the behemoth at the door. And who have regularly set themselves up for a tanking every time they've gone in against. The, and, and by the way, make no bones about it, that's the way it's going to go again this year, right? For whoever's left. Like, I mean, uh, unless I'm absolutely like, you see what they do to Leash yesterday, yeah. Right? Like, it, it, the writing's on the wall. I, w- literally-
0: I wouldn't say many Kildare fans are particularly excited about the fact that there's a trip to Croker to face the Dubs. Uh, you know, and um, and yeah. and our reward might be to drop into the Tailtyn Cup. Uh, in the aftermath of that, and you know what? Maybe that might be the thing for this team and for everybody to. Um, the one thing I'd say about Kildare is that they they do have talented footballers, mm. who it doesn't feel like we're getting the best out of them at the moment. You know, Well
1: you're you're, you're talking about uh, you know the second day teams, the purpose that they have, and they're well organised and well coached. When you look at what O'Rourke has brought in around him, so you know the other pundit that left, Kevin McStay goes into Mayo, and he brings a superstar lineup of yeah. coaches in around him. Even reading the analysis today of Go, it's like, oh, well, this was a Keane O'Neill game plan executed to perfection. Like Port Joyce brings in one of the top coaches yeah. alongside him. Mark McHugh goes in down at Roscommon. Is there a sense that around me that maybe O'Rourke at or the county board underestimated the coaching now that was needed as well?
2: I don't know. Garrigan came in, who was one of the main guys, mm. but with the with the ladies' team, um, and has 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 a good CV and quite a good uh, CV, I believe, uh, uh, with regard to coaching and different teams. You know, Stephen Bray and Barry Callahan are in there. They've got a they've got a strong backroom team, but you know, look again, without knowing the intricacies of what happens in there, you would have felt that the first thing we would do is we would get our defensively set up strong. That's that's the first thing. Let's make sure, as all teams have, mm. be it Mayo or whoever it is, you know, Kerry in the last number of years, let's set up defensively strong and then let's look after the other end as we go. But um, it just hasn't transpired that way i think the idea was we'll be a traditional setup we'll get the ball in early we'll kind of go man on man at the back and we'll see how we go and that has not worked right it hasn't worked and it's very difficult to change that midstream very
0: very difficult well you you're it's difficult to retain credibility with the group when you're saying we tried that thing and it didn't work and now we have to go to something different but we haven't done any practice for it so uh you know let's let's work it out yeah, and there's probably also an acceptance, chair, to be honest with you.
2: You know, you, I've been at plenty of mead games where you hear fellas saying, kick it in, kick it in, get rid of us, you know, because they don't like teams holding on to it. There has to be an acceptance as well that, you know what, you might go four or five minutes
0: with absolutely boring football just to retain possession. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. just it. That's the game. That's the game. That's the game, yeah. game, game doesn't change. Uh, so we should talk about briefly about Offley. We will do more on Offley mm. during the week. It's an incredible achievement for them. And on the other side,. Um, they're going to be up against Louth, who came back from the dead against Westmead, And I again, you, you'd hope that Westmead didn't have in the back of their heads, well, it doesn't really matter to us because we're already through. Because like, them beating Louth and them beating awfully in a semi final would have been great for them to get a chance against oh. the Dubs and then to catapult into. And it would have felt so. It feels a little bit like Westmeath haven't built on the Telton Cup success. Now, maybe they shock us with a big home win against somebody in the round Robin and Sam McGuire but I'm not sure. Yeah,
2: I don't. That that that's going to be a massive uh, kick for them yesterday. That, that's a game that they should really see out. It's a game that I'm sure they were thinking at half-time, we, we keep this tight second half. Yeah, they'll come back, they'll have their purple patch. There was probably a few warning signs there though in the first half. Loud had two or three goal chances that the keepers made good saves on and, and there was warning signs to say actually they could slip in here and, and get in behind us which they did then repeatedly in the second half. Um, but yeah, as you say building on you would have thought that Talton Cup would have been a springboard for them and it, it hasn't been Um loud on the other hand you know like I saw Mickey Hart saying they were just playing for pride in the second half well you know they oh, I was the reports from us uh, were saying real lack of intensity in the first half allowing with me just to kind of run through them you know real no real kind of zip no energy Um and probably a little bit of expectation on them too. You know, they were coming into this game with everyone saying, Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. where could they go here? And they've done a great league and all of a sudden then you're like, Whoa, we're one seven, one eight, whatever it was down. So to be fair to them that's, that's that's you know, they could have gone the other way, uh, but they stuck in it. And once they got going, they've got some seriously talented uppers That's uh, the Jared, thing, yeah. And they've got a lot of power and a lot of pace. Um, and they actually then played a very different style where they opened up in that second half to what they have, because they had to chase
0: the game. Um, but
2: yeah, re, you know, remarkable result by them.
0: Let's talk about Galway, because um, yeah. Galway handled their business against Roscommon. There was, again, a purple patch at the start of the second half where Roscommon created and scored and it felt like they were seizing the initiative of the game we'd seen Roscommon finish games really strongly but for whatever reason Roscommon couldn't keep going with that mm. um, and I, 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 I didn't really know what to make of Galway's performance it required a massive slice of luck with the ball coming back down to Comer yeah for him to score the goal and that just seemed to knock the stuff out of Common, which I didn't expect.
1: So I don't know. what there was, a, there was a good bit of analysis on the Sunday game last night of Galway's reaction to conceding the goal and holding on to possession for pretty much two, two and a half minutes and just recycling it and stalling yeah. that, that bit of maturity that Galway now have of in-game management. Yeah, well, at yeah. the
0: same time there's a kick-out that um, gets spilled and if Conor Cox catches it instead of slips and Cox is just off uh, just off the bench, and maybe if it had happened five minutes later, there would have been a second goal for them. And I, you know, so like a little bit of that I think is post fact analysis because,
2: yeah, I, th- I thought, um there's two things I think that really stand out for you Galway there is a there is a maturity with Galway Joyce understands that um, certain aspects of the game such as you know, Shane Walsh being essentially, essentially nearly you know, marked out of the game yesterday um, that he needs a foil in his forward line and that foil is Burke who I thought was absolutely fantastic yesterday um, so people will look at his performance and say well what exactly but he's a link man he, he stitches an awful lot of stuff together for them he presents presents himself and then he literally will hand pass left or right and kick pass he brings other players into it um, and what he does is he he generally he stays in, in, in the D so that's where he, he does all of his work he's got a really smart brain um, but they were definitely thinking to themselves, you know what, we're, we're, we're kicking on here. I thought Roscombe were a bit lacklustre first half. They didn't have their usual zip, their usual energy. When they started in the second half, they really came at them. Yeah. Galway looked at it at sixes and sevens. Um, but they wrestled it back. And I think even pre the, the, the goal, which was a slice of luck, they had already kind of said, right, calm this down. Burke had actually come out around midfield um, so he, he 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 ventured out the field and he just got on the ball and just kind of said, "Listen, let's take it handy." As you say, Nathan, you know, and and the goal was look, it was a poacher's goal. It was is what you'd want from Comer, um, but I am not Joyce will definitely look at it and kind of think, you know we're not a million miles ahead here and we still have work to do. Yeah. Um and Ross Common should look at it and say, Well actually we had a terrible first half. Like Murta was shockingly bad. Nothing would go right for them in the first half. As I say, they had no energy where they usually have from their half backs, you know, fellas tearing up the field. All of a sudden in the second half they were getting scores from full back, cornerback, half back, which is what they've been doing. Um so Ross Common will, will will say, Listen, we'll never be or hopefully we won't be as bad like again in that first half and we need to take more from what we did in the second half, um, but it's 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 definitely Galway. I don't think are the finished article yet, you
1: know, and I think he still has a lot of a, a lot of work to do. It's interesting what you're saying about Ian Burke. Like, are there many better forwards at the moment at making their other forwards look good than Ian Burke?
2: Uh, he was up there he's kind of in the, the Potty Clifford mode um, but Clifford now has actually uh, what Paddy has been doing a lot because fellas man Markham a lot is he, he's, dropping, he's dropping deeper to get involved and kind of quarterbacking it from there whereas Burke actually stays in the mix which is really really good so what he's able to do there is people are expecting the ball to go into Comer when actually it doesn't it goes into him and he feeds Comer on loops or on runs or on fast runs and Walsh so he's, 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 he's certainly you know for a guy that kind of was out in the wilderness a bit you know had a great couple mm. of years a number of years ago then went out in and he's, and he's changed his game where he was always kind of a fellow who was inside you put ball into him and he take his man on he's, he's, he's you watch him yesterday I'd, I'd say he hardly took a solo or a bounce every
0: time he got the ball he just looked to ship it Um. Ross are in pot three Mayo are in pot three that was the whole point that we were making the whole way along you know it doesn't matter I, I guess Ross Common will be happier that they've had this extra game and they, they've measured themselves maybe they feel a bit better about life than Mayo do this morning I don't know it's like uh yeah, it's hard I always to. Always feel quite good about life. I'll be honest. With you.
2: I <laughs> wouldn't worry about that, Jer. <laughs> it's hard to know. I, don't think they will be. They'll be massively disappointed, Jer, because I think when they really look back on the game, um, but I, I never felt the sense yesterday, even with the as you say, the slice of luck. I thought they had put a massive amount of effort into that ten or fifteen minutes to get back. You know, and they went one up, I think, at one session. They they went one up. But I just felt that they had kind of, because they flagged after after that. Yeah. You know, they looked like they were kind of, now the game was still in the melting pot with three or four minutes to go, even though they were two or three behind. Galway didn't put them to the sword as, as I thought they would have. Um, but I think in Galway's muscle memory, Galway gave them a lot of respect. Mm. And Galway kind of said, you know what, these fellas have got the ability to catch us out. Yeah. So Galway kind of also said, well, what we have, we hold here, you know, and they didn't go too crazily offensive in that last kind of seven or eight minutes. You know, now Comer got the, the fisted score, but they were kind of saying, we're going to just make sure that we don't concede goals here. Um, and they very nearly did, but
0: I don't think Roscomen, Ruscom are going to be there thereabouts. Like, they've massively impressed me. We still, so uh, Armagh, yeah. again, handled their business and Ulster has been tricky for McGeany, uh provincial championships have been tricky for McGee in his managerial career I don't know if it's coincidence or it's just been the, the luck of the draw over the years but they've got to get over down to get into an Ulster final and this team feels like um, they would benefit from that f- 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 uh I mean I'm kind of come against myself here on this record and the qualifiers is sensational so uh, do they need to beat down do they need to like is that is that part of their season their story
2: Yeah, I, th- I think they do um, you know I think they handle business but you know the people were talking about Kevin the amount of shots Kevin had and people say oh well Armagh people would say well they were shooting from wide angles our defence did what they needed to do make them shoot way out left and right make them shoot under pressure but you know, I think they had 30 odd shots that's a lot of shots you know, and what down have, down have fellas who can kick from the arc, down have guys who can come out on the loop, and if they do, and if they won't do that, I tell you what they'll do, they'll break really quickly, and they run <clears throat> one touch, fellas coming off the shoulder. Um, so I think this is a really, really, really tricky game for Magini. I think it's a very, very, it's a, like a, it's not going to be a banana skin if they lose, but this is a, this is, this is a game that, I think offers them a completely different challenge. Um Kavan, I thought were lackluster, you know, from the goals you can see that their defence were, you know, nearly walking back. They didn't tag runners similar to the Donegal situation. Um, and Armad did what they needed to do. And I often feel and I know we've said this in the last while, Armagh nearly set themselves out to meet every single opponent. They kind of changed their game slightly to meet that particular opponent. They may go more defensive, they may go more offensive, they may decide we're playing a running game, you know, and it's it's sometimes made a bit of paralysis by analysis you know that they're not just go out and play your own game sometimes maybe
0: last year do you know like I, I do wonder maybe yeah
2: yeah like we've you've missed that kind of Reno-Neal on the square and big balls going in early and him going up fetching them And you, you, you haven't kind of seen that you know now maybe they're keeping it back you know you wouldn't know but at some time that's going to have to come out uh, and I would feel that's going to have to come out against Down because Down are very very good at creating uh, uh, and they did it with Donegal they just trap you and then they go on the break really fast so it's a tricky one for him um, but down you know full value and look our looked after business as you say
1: okay. the Reno Neal clearance the moment of the weekend unbelievable
2: savage like I mean even just to get himself into that position but to understand that the only place that this shot can go is here so mm. therefore I have to get across to it you know most fellows would stand up and just look and, and say and to not even just palm it back into trouble or anything yeah well. like absolutely. The yeah to to get yeah,
0: it out. yeah. Ethan rafferty might be in trouble in nets <laughs> Um, the, the, we talked briefly about Down and the, the quality of their performance but it does go to show what's possible when there's alignment between the clubs the intercounty manager you know obviously um, he had a big reputation as a, as a uh, manager coming in there was high expectations the league was a bit in and out um, but ultimately I think he got exactly what he wanted from it and again to Nathan's point earlier it does show how quickly you can turn things around if you get the right people in the room and say this is what our ambition is let's go and everybody goes well he had a, he'd a, big, he'd a, he'd a big reputation but like
2: he'd only played I think a year before so he put himself out there you know young guy, young family you're talking about this fella is, is putting himself up here for if it doesn't go well yeah he's going to get absolutely ripped to shreds. Um, and, you know, a lot of people might have said, with all the turmoil that's going on, maybe I'll give it a year or two or three or four years. Like, he could have said, maybe when I'm 40-odd, I'll, I'll decide to take this. Like, he did. It was a brave move by him, Jer, because they were, they were an absolute mess. You know, they started to show a little bit of green shoots, but the Kilku thing, obviously, um, the, the trust of the players and them all focused on the North Star and all going in the one direction everyone county board everyone um, and it just shows you when it is that's why would be my worry for Donegal I, I, you know I think Aidan O'Rourke I think got Donegal and probably potentially is squeezing the last step because my worry would be that that unravels very quickly and Donegal could slide um, and could slide quite rapidly uh, which is which is a worry
0: Um you want Donegal if you're like so they're going to be in pot 4 as it stands, I think there's a few other results that might be able to I don't think they can get into pot 3 maybe they can but um, you wouldn't mind having Donegal in your group if you're one of the top teams like that's grand I'm chalking it down as a victory
2: I think you 'd be fairly confident, yeah, because uh, that was that, that was a big effort, as I say I, think, I do think they genuinely were you could see the the endeavor they were putting in, the chasing back, they slipped it a couple of times, and there was nearly this force of nature that down were just going to win that game, and when you have that that weight that has been going on in the county for the last three to four months with all the stuff, it just comes at you, and it comes at you, of course, at the wrong times. And people can say, "Oh, well, that wouldn't really make a difference." It does make a difference. It makes a difference in your preparation. It makes a it difference in, every, in everything. You know, it makes a difference in questioning yourself. Did we make the right move with Paddy Carr? It's on us if this if this goes awry. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just noise. It's distraction, and you don't need that coming into a game. So yeah, if you got them, I think you'd be fairly happy having them in the uh, in the pot.
0: Uh, Dublin it was four fifteen in the first half I think they scored and 15 points only in the second half <laughs> they took their foot off the gas clearly but I think a few things were important in that um, Mannion started McCaffrey started like the, the things that we need to see from Dublin is that those players have game time and that they're fit by the time our yeah. final happens yeah. actually nothing really matters up to that point but once the, the quarterfinals arrive yeah. uh, are, is con fit which he wasn't last year against Kerry they, they'll have Mannion and they'll have Jack McCaffrey, and suddenly they have strengthened that almost again almost yeah. directly because of that.
2: Well, I think the chairman of the Lancet Council made his obligatory half time uh, visit to the Dublin dressing room to say, lads, look, seriously, <laughs> take a handy, will you? <laughs> to win a few subs there, someone. But it's, uh, yeah, you, you know, Howard coming on. Comes on, bangs over one of his outside of the right from midfield, uh, looks looks lively again, looks strong, looks lean. Um they take Jack uh James McCarthy off to give him a bit of a break. Colin Bascal running the show at eleven, which is very, very interesting. I saw his name on the team sheet and I said to myself, Oh, is that is that is he gonna start? Because I actually think Pascal has Unbelievable amount of talent. But I've seen him over the last year or two at Dublin, and he's like if you remember him. Remember Bally Bowden Mm -hmm. went on the big run. Like he was, he was imperious that year. You know, like unbelievably good, massive speed, great ability, really, really tidy on the ball, well able to take a score. and I felt over the last while That he's just come in And has been a bit player You know shifting passes on Rather than going for scores himself But obviously over the last Three to four weeks And actually one or two Of the last league games He came on And was actually being A bit more selfish Right um, but he was sometimes very, the, very good, yesterday.
0: Sometimes the penny drops for players in their
1: mid-twenties. It, exactly. It can happen. Yeah, yeah. But, you know... Uh, and they've had w- too many players like that over the last three or four years. It's sort of why there's been that big decline. Yeah. And who haven't the put the squad, their expect hand up. them to kick on, but exactly. it's the same guys they rely on. Exactly. Uh, does that change Kilkenny's role in any way? I think
2: it probably does. You know, I think what it'll do is it can... I, th- I think they've they've missed that focus of an eleven. Because Kilkenny does this roving role where he shifts from, you know, east to west all the time. Like, they need, they need a guy who has pace, who if they look up and they need to hit an out ball, he has the ability to go and be that out ball. And I think that's, and also a guy who can, you know, I, I think Kilkenny can nearly be a foil now in the full forward line where he can drift out, get involved if he wants, but they also, himself, in, you, you wouldn't
0: fancy leaving himself and Khan inside in the full forward line. Because then you can lorry ball in from anywhere, mm. correct? Now, I, I, they, it looked like they dropped Kilkenny for the league final against Derry, and he uh, comes on after five minutes because there's an injury and mm. then gets in the team for this. So I don't know. But just very quickly, the subs bench that came on Brian Howard, Owen Merchant, Cormac Oslo, Dean Rock, Craig Diaz. Never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done me do you know for me lately? Yeah. That's why I'd have the number one. But then obviously, we had, didn't even talk about Kerry and uh, Kerry's game against Tip, where again, uh, yeah, I don't know how good it is for Tipperary, I don't know how good it is for Leash. Everybody had the chance to fix this and no one, no one wanted to fix it. So, we are where we are. Crime your river, lads. Yeah, uh, Kerry also very good, it turns out, and Clifford's like. I, I, it must be hard for David Clifford to be that excited about these games at this stage where it's like I have fish to fry in the summertime <laughs> <Park>. <laughs> I, these, these are not fish you would yeah. love if
1: we had players of that arrogance if he actually was just that was the attitude of the dressing yeah, yeah. room beforehand really, yeah. do you need me today?
2: Jack do you really like you know I'm busy uh, you know things, have things to do
0: Anthony good stuff
1: Cheers, OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.